Welcome to the Floodgates Podcast. My name is Joey Brake, and today we have such a fun conversation to be had. I'm here with some of my best friends, yes. um, and we're going to be talking about the beauty of the church. Go ahead, introduce yourself, and let them know what you do at Floodgates. Yes. Yeah. So my name is Natasha Brink. I serve here on staff at Floodgates Church, and I am the communications director, and I also oversee social media. That's awesome. And my name is Lorenzo. I have the honor of also being here on staff at Floodgates. I oversee production and kids and anything with youth has my heart. Awesome. Yeah. My name is yes. Kenton Brake. I have the privilege and honor to lead this beautiful team and just so excited to talk about the church. I yeah. love the church. Yeah, same. Yeah, and today is uh, going to be such a fun uh, conversation that we're going to be talking about the beauty of the church. Um, mm -hmm. I think each and every one of us, and I can say for you guys and for myself, this the importance of the church has been to our lives mm -hmm. um, right. and just how vital it's been to our development, our growth, yeah. um, and really a part of who we are today. And without it, I really, I wouldn't know what my life would look like without yeah. the church. Oh, yeah. And so really like quickly, maybe just kind of share on that thought to you, the beauty of the church. What does that mean to you? What has the church meant to you in your lifetime? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think for me, uh, myself, I grew up in church. My mom was that mom where if you weren't throwing up, like you're at church. <laughs> yeah. And so honestly, the church has been a place for me of just safety, yeah. of mm -hmm. consistency. Wow, and, you know, through consistency, there'll be moments where there's highs and there's lows. And within the church, there's imperfectness and yeah. so i'm not saying the church is perfect but it's been a place that's been reliable yes. that's been full of grace and that has truly developed me and molded me and pushed me so to the place where i'm at now yeah. with my relationship with god and the community that i have now yeah. so good. that's awesome yeah. when i think about church it's it's people coming together mm -hmm. and it's not a brick and mortar type Right. A facility or having a certain building it's just a community and even when you look at the actual word ecclesia it's translated into the assembly of believers or the gathering wow. of people yeah. and so i just love the church it brings his presence it brings his grace it brings yep. uh, brings so much joy to go and serve and be yeah. part of a community that that loves the church yeah yeah that's good i think it's so crucial for me the church really is just a family it's an extension of a family where wow. you can go with your issues, with your problems, with the things that you're dealing with. And you have that community and that group of people that are willing to help you out, that are willing to walk through with that and point you in the right direction. And I think that's just something that has impacted my life so yeah. greatly. Yeah, it's so important. And I love how you were even saying about the the gathering of people. Yeah. That, you know, whether whether it's perfect or not, there's right. grace. And it's this, this specific place it's so unique in our world that there's nothing like the church. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of the church is it's not a building. Right, the beauty right. of the church is it's a people. Yeah. Yeah. That God chose people like us to build his church. Yes. Mm -hmm. That we, people that are imperfect, that fall short, that can never compare to who he is. So good. He gives us the grace and the strength and the gifting to build his church. Mm -hmm. Amen. And... Today, we're going we're to talk about that. And let's just talk about that thought that we are a chosen people. Yeah. That God chooses people like us to build his church. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. I feel yeah. like 
as far as like within the church, I mean, everyone has a role, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. Bible says that we are the hands and feet of the church. And right. so we all come together. Um, the Bible compares the church like the body. Mm-hmm. Christ mm-hmm. is the head and yes. we're all the hands and the feet. We all have a function and a role that's yeah. specific right. to the church and specific to our community. Mm-hmm. And we have the honor and privilege to serve and just make an impact and a difference. And so I think that's one of the beauties of the church is we get to just be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people go to church like a, a task or a chore. Mm. And I look at the church as an opportunity to serve, right? to extend his grace, to let someone find out. That's the why we do what we do. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, whether you're set up or tear down or you have an actual building, that place that we call church is so someone encounters yeah. Jesus. Yes. Amen. And so I think it's it's very important that it's not just to come and attend like a movie and eat popcorn, watch a sermon, worship. It's actually you go to serve. Yeah. And I found in my life as I go and serve, I get so much more than I ever expected. Yeah. So good. So yeah. Much. yeah. So good. I think for me, the thing that comes to my mind is that many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. And in my life, I mean, I could have had any upbringing, but the way that God had my life planned was to be someone planted within the church. And what an opportunity and an honor that my life was blessed to even just have the church instilled in me at such a young age. But let's think about the other people of maybe people who didn't have parents who Mm -hmm. brought them up in the faith. But now you've come to a place where you have found a church, you have found your faith, you have found God. You have yes. been chosen yeah. to be a part of God's church, mm-hmm. to be a part of his body and what he's doing. Yeah. And so y- many are called, but few have been chosen. And that we have this opportunity, whether you've had it since birth or you've had it since last week, you mm-hmm. have the opportunity to be a part of God's church. And that is so beautiful to yes. me. Beautiful. Yeah, awesome. it's so beautiful. And as you, you were speaking, I, I just couldn't help get this picture of like, God has already chosen you mm-hmm. Yeah, you choose him. Yes. Wow. That's so good. You might be listening right now and you might be questioning like, God, what is my purpose? What is my role? What is my position in the church? Right. Where do I fit in? Where can I serve? What, what is the point of all this? You might be asking God all those questions, but the truth is he's already chosen you. Yeah. Yes. Is maybe figuring out what those details play out to uh-huh. be, but you are already chosen. So the question is, will you choose to be a part of the church he is building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I think about like building an actual building, there's all these elements, all these details. Yeah. Things are, are unseen, things that are seen and evident. And I, I think we just need, we need to know our part to play in, in, in the building of the church. Mm-hmm. And um, scripture, in scripture, we, we see that like Christ is the living stone. Yeah. But we yeah. are living stones upon which he is building his church together. Mm-hmm. That's good. And let's just talk about that a little bit. What it looks like to be a living stone building on the living stone. Mm-hmm. When you think about even rock itself, it's composed of multiple minerals that just glue together. Mm-hmm. And that's so, it's kind of like the church, even though we come from different backgrounds, like our church, we're multicultural, multi-generational. Yeah. And we have so many dynamics as a church, but when they merge together, it gives us so much stability, so much strength. Mm-hmm. It has to be a foundation to hold the weight of the church. Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus. He's our foundation. I even was thinking when he restored Peter, he said, Peter, upon this rock, 
Yeah. I will build my church and Hades will not prevail over Amen. it. He wasn't talking about a structure. He wasn't talking about an actual church site or building or location. He was saying, you, Peter, yeah. you're the story. Yeah. You're the rock that's going to put that propel uh, the love of my house. Yes. A place of worship, of prayer and teaching and equipping. And through that rock, through your life, you putting yourself as a rock on yeah. the foundation of Jesus, you can do it all things. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and I think something that's so unique to our church is the amount of people that serve and right. the, the amount of people that are building his church. And we might not be a big church, but we are a united church in, in, yeah. in that heart of mm -hmm. service and what can I do to be a part of this? Yeah. yeah. And I think it's very unique to the church world as a whole, the capital C church mm -hmm. of there's a lot of churches that don't see that same percentage rate of people who go mm -hmm. to the church and right. actually take that step to yeah. serve. Yeah. And one of my favorite things is like the first time someone comes to a church, they, they hear about all the, the areas they can serve yeah. in. Mm -hmm. And they hear about this, that like you are purpose or this, that like God wants to use you to build this church. Where, where can we put you in and what, what team can you serve on? Yeah. And there's people like, that will come maybe for the first time in the following week, they're already being a door greeter on the yeah. host team, or they'll be a part of the connect team or set up tear down. Yeah. There's a place for everyone. Mm -hmm. And let's just kind of talk about making those spaces for people. I think what, what does it look like to make space for people to build this church, whether they be a Christian for, you know, 40 plus years, all their life from childhood, or maybe someone just walking to church for the first time. Mm -hmm. What does it look like to make a space that we can all build the church together? Yeah, that's good. I think it's important to make a space for them because, I mean, we're all called to be part of a church. I feel like mm -hmm. in, in the New Testament, there is no example of someone that is a Christian and is not plugged into a church, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is, is part of a church. And mm -hmm. so I feel like in today's day and age, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm a Christian, but I don't belong to a church. And that's mm -hmm. not what we're called to. And so... The beauty of feeling like you belong to a church is when you yeah. you have a part in it, when you get to make a difference and an impact. And so having these spaces and having these areas for people to just feel like, man, even though I'm just taking pictures or even though I'm, I'm serving with kids or just helping set up, um, I'm part of this. I'm yeah. building the yeah. community and I'm making a difference in someone's life. And so it adds that sense of importance and value into what you're doing. So I yeah. think it's, it's very beautiful. It's really good. I think making space for people to serve Starts with a conversation. Yes. Starts with that relationship. Because anyone can walk in and I'll say, hey, go to the door and, and smile to people. Go, can you just stand at this table and that connect table and pass out this pamphlet to anyone? But it's, they have to know the why. Like, yeah. why am I doing this? Yeah. And so someone who maybe is even an unbeliever, they can come in and say, hey, we, the why of this is because we love Jesus and we want people to feel that love. Yeah. So can you hold this door open? Can you be a part? Yes. And what they receive, they want to help. There's been a there was a student the other day that said he wants to help his church because the church has helped yeah. him. Wow. And that's the heart behind so, it all. So that's why we literally. serve. And and it not only just because of the church, but because what God's done in his life, right? Yeah. And so like we want people to serve because how God has already served them. And I think that's either if you're at the door greeting or you're on, or you're on platform, yeah. it's just giving that space. I think it starts with that relationship first and knowing the why mm -hmm. before you're just assigned a task. Yeah. yeah.
Good. Good. And we're all longing for a place to belong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, every everybody needs somebody, yeah. and we're trying to stay connected. I think as a church, the bride of Christ, we right. need to offer a place where they can come as they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't have to. They don't have to believe to belong. They can yes. or yep. behave to belong. They can just walk in and experience God. We we've had people that claim to be atheists or agnostic, and they don't they don't really even believe in God. But then at the same time, you have people that love Jesus and, and, and been in that relationship. I was in the church since the womb yeah. as well. So uh, we were taken to church whether we liked it or not. But I love the church now. I had to yes. come to a point right. in my journey, in my story, where I say, wow, I love this more than anything Amen. the world has to offer. Yes. yes. Yeah. And one thing I love about our church is one of our values is communities are culture. Yeah. Yep. And I think when we're talking about the beauty of the church, it, it, it'd be almost like we're missing the mark if we don't talk about community. Because right. yes. I think something that makes us so unique mm -hmm. and so different, like you're saying, there's so many generations, so many different cultures, mm -hmm. so many different backgrounds and yeah. stories of people, but we're all coming to one place mm -hmm. with this common goal, and it's, it's Jesus. Yeah. And right. I, love, I love that community is our culture because it's one of the most important things to our human existence. Right. Yeah. yeah. That we can come to church and we can, you know, we can serve and we can, you know, hear the word and we can be a part of this gathering. But if we miss the community, we're, we're missing the, the heartbeat of it all. Yeah. Right. Uh, that Jesus has such a heart for people and he wants us to be in relationship yeah. with each mm -hmm. other. And so I think that's the beauty of the church. Yeah. It's, Honestly, the relationship of his people together, mm -hmm. right? Um, doing life together, sharing about life. Like even in our FG group, we we host an FG group, me and Natasha. And last night we had some young adults get together, and just the conversation that took place, like it it transforms your yeah. um your day, and yeah. it transforms like taking you out of what you're going through, and just being a part of that community. It challenges yeah. your faith. And we're there to encourage each other. Yeah. And I think that's the, the culture that we're trying to create. Yes. And I don't know if anyone wants to add on to that, but yeah. it's just a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think um, for future, which is our, our high school, middle school ministry, that is something that's so evident. It's that community, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when we do our, our future groups, that's the time we have the highest attendance. Yeah. And it's the time where like these kids are just so connected and together and they get to have this this chance to talk with each other and to just live mm -hmm. life together and ask these questions in a safe space because they know that together they're better and they're stronger mm -hmm. than individual. And that's really what the enemy tries to do. He tries to isolate us yeah. and he tries so to say, good. we don't have a place, we don't fit in. But the right. beauty of the church is that that culture mm -hmm. is there and you fit yeah. in. And so, yes, within the local church, um, it's different. Every culture is different, but it ties together within the big capital C church. Yeah. And so I think... Um, within our church, we have found that that niche, that that specific culture and community to us, and those people are starting to find it and just find their place and know that they belong. Yeah. And it's so important. And I think, especially in this time, like in 2023, we need community, yes. in-person community, yes. more than anything. I mean, 2020 was our wake-up reminder. Right. We were split. We had to isolate. Yeah. And if anything that I've come to know is that the enemy loves to work in isolation. Mm -hmm. And so when we as a body come together in person right. to meet, despite imperfection, despite 
demographic, to despite any difference that we have in our humanity, yeah. we need that community. Yeah. We need that encouragement. We need that smile from the yes. door greeters. We need that message from the pastor. We need that fellowship after service. Mm-hmm. Like there is something so powerful about in-person community yeah. and even social media. I love social media. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'll be the first person to say it. I love it. But if we depend on only virtually meeting right. and communicating and connecting, yeah. we're going to miss that in-person connection and community that God himself had created us to meet with Literally, if yeah. we don't participate in the community yeah. of the yeah, church. So yeah, and I think it's so evident in our church, yeah. mainly because you led it that way. Yeah. I think you created our church to have that heart that there, it, it is come as you are. Amen. I remember yep. when I was even a kid, that, that was like, you know, the, the phrase of floodgates was come as you are and leave different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you would just come, that so you can good. come from the, the streets and like you can be all dirty and like what, what it doesn't matter where you come from. Yeah. Right. Come from the gym and you're all sweaty, you know. We still you, got those. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you can come, you can come and all be all proper and dressed up with your family. Yeah. You can just come and if you're running late, you had a hard day. Just come as you are. Amen. You're, you're coming with hurting and brokenness. And, yeah. you know, that you can come with that and bring yeah. it to Jesus. If you're coming, just 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 come as you are. Yes. And kind of look, maybe talk about how you had to fight for that. Because I, I don't mm. think that's something that happens naturally. No. It, doesn't, it doesn't happen just by accident. Yeah. That you intentionally had to create that culture. Yeah. And even from the beginning of Floodgates, it's been constant throughout. Amen. That community and that aspect of belonging. Talk about how 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 were you able to fight for that? Well, I believe that we we were looking at the area with what was lacking, and it was love. Wow! <laughs> and even before we moved here and were launched and started floodgates, we were prophesied over that we were going to learn a lot about love. Mm. And I thought I knew everything about love. <laughs> I had a family. I had a calling. I had I knew Jesus. What greater love is that than someone right. dying for you, right? And so, um, but we learned in this journey to love. And I think that's the key ingredient. And even when we were talking about relaunching in 2018, and we were talking about coming up with what we're really believing, and one of our missions is to be known by love. And we want everybody to be known and that they would sense the love of God, that they would see the love yeah. of God, whether they come into the actual building or not, they bump mm. into you at the grocery store, Amen. school, they would encounter the love of yeah. God. Yeah, and then to be a beacon of hope and to give people a place where there is hope. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then to be to be known by love, be a beacon of hope and to live by faith. Yeah. And so once you encounter Jesus, you start living this lifestyle. It changes your whole life to come as you are, but leave different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I believe yeah. that that culture that was was created over years that was intentional but it all goes back to love yeah Mm. i love i think i don't know if it's intentionally like that but for the first time i'm kind of realizing to be known by love is two ways that you are known by love like he loves us so much that you are known Mm -hmm. right but then to be known by love since that love knows you you can to be known for the kind of way that you show that love to other people. Yeah. Yep. So and um, I think that was just brought to life right there. Amen. I remember in 2018 when we were discussing this, this mission statement mm-hmm. and we were, we were intentionally creating the church we wanted to be. And mm-hmm. the church that God called us 
to create. And I, I remember specifically talking about these three individual things. It started with the conversation yeah. that we that there's different people from different backgrounds, different mm. stories, different things in their life. And we, we wanted floodgates to be a hospital. That okay, floodgates yeah. would be a place that those who were broken, those sick. who were hurting and sick, that needed healing, that not just maybe physical healing, but even in the soul, that yeah. in the mind, yeah. that it would, be a, it would be a hospital room, an emergency room where God can meet them right there and change their Amen. life. Amen. And I remember that we wanted Flakes to be a home. Right. That Flakes would be a home for, for those who already know Jesus and follow Jesus, but also for those who are searching and questioning and, yeah. and wandering. Yeah. And that it would be a home for, for the lost and the found. Yeah, yeah. Break bread together. It, yeah. it, it, would be a, it would be a home that that's where the community is. Yes. That would be known by love that we would be a catalyst. Mm. That we'd be able to, be, to catal be a catalyst and lift up faith. Mm. That we would, we would live by faith. And that we would be able to send people out into the world yeah. with mm -hmm. faith. That they have something to share. They have this passion mm. that people need in this dark world. That we have this light that we can take and so, shine. Yeah. And that's really where the, that phrase, that mission statement came from, to, right. to live by faith, to be known yeah. by love, and to be a beacon of hope. So good. And I think it's so special that we get to live that out. Yes. And I think we can kind of end with this thought that Jesus, he, he traded stones for stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. That we are living stones. And he, he traded these stones for stories to build his church. And... I don't know about you, but I know I have thousands of stories that I could share of things God has done in my life yeah. and things I've seen him do in other people's life. But what are some stories that we can share of the beauty of the church and the change it's made that through the church, God has met people and changed their life? Yeah, it's good. I mean, in my personal life, I can share. I've had my highest of highs in church, my lowest of lows in church. I have really just lived every aspect of my life through church. And so I, through church, found my calling, found what God has told me to. I found my purpose. Mm. I found my joy. So it's, it's where I get everything. But also through church, I, I've been hurt. Mm. I've, been, I've been backstabbed.